Welcome back. This is Ravneet Bhava and I'm reading poem number 5 for season 2 of Ellipsis. The poem I read in the last episode was titled um the poem was titled Lorena but the episode was titled The Flying Penis. Today we are going to read about the female of the species. The poem is titled The Female of the Species and the poet is Gauri Deshpande. The female of the species Gauri Deshpande Sometimes you want to talk about love and despair and the ungratefulness of children A man is no use whatever then you want then your mother or sister or the girl with whom you went through school and your first love and her first child a girl and your second you sit with them and talk You sit with them and talk. She sews and you sit and sip and speak of the rate of rice and the price of tea and the scarcity of kerosene. You know both that you have spoken of love and despair and ungrateful children. I'll read that one again. It's such a beautiful poem. The female of the species by Gauri Deshpande Sometimes you want to talk about love and despair and the ungratefulness of children A man is no use whatever then You want then your mother or sister or the girl with whom you went through school and your first love and her first child a girl and your second You sit with them and talk She sews and you sit and sip and speak of the rate of rice and the price of tea and the scarcity of kerosene you know both that you have spoken of love and despair and ungrateful children that poem was the female of the species by gauri deshpande Today I was reading from the Dark Walk website. I will add a link uh, to the poem in my show notes and you can go and read it again. And please do because it's such a beautiful poem. This was a poem that I had uh, in fact curated for my season 1 and uh, it just somehow the themes of the a uh, season went in such a way that this poem didn't uh, make it um but uh, since the time that i first encountered this poem i've always wanted to share it and uh, this is one of those poems that i think will speak uh, to women o- across ages to women who are your mothers to women who are friends to women who are partners um and even to your daughters this is so when when you learn the craft of poetry and i have attended a few workshops and as i attempt um, some of my own poems one of the things that uh, you taught very early on is how a poem is, is about uh, concrete images conveying an abstract idea and in this particular poem i think that that's uh, i think in fact this uh, ethos is uh, is the hallmark of any good poem but this one particularly i feel uh, 
is a very literal uh, implementation uh, of the poetic device and uh, i'm almost certain that i don't think uh, the poet was thinking so much about uh, the device that she was employing when she was bringing out uh, the uh, emotion here but um, how beautifully she's gone ahead and done just that over the years i think that my own brand of uh, feminism has undergone quite a bit of change i think that uh, i have gone from somebody who uh, vaguely had uh, ideas of uh, both feminism as well as gender inequality and things like that and i think it was sort of a simmering anger within me for many many years uh and uh, i never found a way to verbalize it and i think it came from a lot of uh, childhood experiences as well as uh, experiences that i saw within my immediate and extended family that um, and as well as the world at large i think and i these were just observations that uh, i was collecting as a child and then as a young woman and i didn't uh, particularly know how to i didn't have the vocabulary to uh, talk about them and then i think that i went through this phase where i was um, i i was the angry feminist where i was again i think uh, inarticulate in what i wanted to express uh, about my ideas and about my opinions of um uh, several uh, things that i observed either at work or at home or elsewhere or in society again and uh, i didn't i didn't quite know how to talk about them but i knew i was angry and this was a phase in which i think i was talking about my anger quite a bit so if i was upset about something i would call it out and i would say that hey this is something that doesn't go down well with me i remember one of the first things that um, i got uh, that i think i'd always been upset about but that i started talking about was how uh, women don't eat at the same time uh, as men when they sit at the dining table especially in like large families and uh, too often even if you were to sort of call this out and say hey why don't you join the table and we'll wait for you and whether it is men or women whoever it is who's sitting around the table so often we'll tell our moms that oh we'll wait for you and why don't you join us and uh, you would almost always hear them say nahi tum khao hum aate hain thanda ho jayega uh, roti garam nahi rahegi and almost never i think in 40 years of my existence i don't think that i have sat at a dining table where the women have sat down and eaten and the men have not uh, unless uh, it was because the men were drinking in a separate room and um, these were such common scenes growing up that even though they rankled in your head you couldn't quite put it together as to why why that was so another thing that i think i always noticed during the summers uh, and because it's mango season now was how uh, women would 
cut mangoes for everybody so many times even skinning and peeling the mangoes and making them into these small cubes for everybody else to eat with forks and uh, not get their hands uh, dirty and they themselves would be left to eat uh, away from the peels or uh, to eat uh, the bits of the mango the gutli and uh, that used to make me so angry and every time i question my mom or my mother in law the standard response i always got was uh, we enjoy the gutli we like it we this is what we want to eat why don't you eat the slices and i'm sure that there is some pleasure that uh, as kids i remember that we all enjoy the gutli and the messiness of the gutli and having the pulp of the mango squashed between our fingers and even the the seri arm where really the only proper way of eating a dasari is to squeeze out the pulp uh, from the mango um, with your fingers and palms and um, and all that is fair but still cut mangoes served on a plate you would find the women of the house waiting for everybody to take away the fleshy pulpy pieces and uh, they finish off the plate because they don't want to waste by eating away and scraping away from all of the pits of the mangoes and i think uh, like i said i think uh, this is something that has rankled me for so long because i've seen it so often played out over and over again uh in my family and my extended families and cousins houses and wherever it is that i think i've eaten lunch during summers i'm sure i've seen this and um, this has uh, bothered me for i think more than two decades and it was only last year that i actually wrote a poem about what this particular incident has meant for me and why it bothers me as much as it does in fact i know that a lot of my family actually makes fun of how upset and angry i get when i see this happening and i'm sure that uh, the senior women in my house sometimes do it just to annoy me uh, but Uh, yeah like i was saying that this is something that has been on my mind for so long and i only recently found the words for it so coming back to the poem the female of the species this poem um, was beautiful in the very first reading of it because of how like i said it conveys a very abstract idea in a extremely simple manner as a series of images which uh, everybody at least all indians uh, and people of indian origin will be able to relate to because this is such a common scene and i'm sure that there are equivalent uh, foreign metaphors uh, and uh, images that uh, people can relate this with but uh, for indian houses like this is this is just such a common thing right like as a kid also you would walk past the kitchen during summer vacations when all the aunts and uncles would be together and 
the aunts would all be cooking together and discussing extremely mundane and ordinary things but what the poem is trying to convey is that just through the act of sharing an experience in a community of women a simple everyday experience in a community of women somehow you draw comfort from it and somehow you feel like you've been empathized with the poem is i think also making a larger point that so many women bring very similar experiences uh, to conversations and uh, they don't always need to talk or uh, to explicitly state how they are feeling especially with other women and women friends and you know just uh, the community of women around them to feel lighter just the act of sharing that ordinary um, kitchen experience or domestic experience you know that you have spoken very much of the same things so i hope you will go back and you will read this poem again the female of the species by gauri deshpande what i'll also do one of these days but perhaps not today is to uh, recite and add uh, my own poem uh, the title of the poem is uh, a sanskari bahu and uh, i'm very happy to share that that's a poem that is actually getting published uh, very soon in uh, in a journal in uh, one of the uh, upcoming issues of the journal and uh, i'll be happy to and sure to uh, link to the published poem once that's out but for now i will uh, wait for uh, the confirmation on which issue is coming it's coming forth in after that i will recite the poem and i will most definitely share it with you looking forward to seeing you guys on saturday to seeing you people on saturday i'm going to actively avoid using the word guys um see you soon and take care bye